Welcome to Smart Cleaning School. Are you ready to reshape your mindset and grow your cleaning business? Step into today's class with your guide, Ken Carfagno, so you can win for your family. Welcome to the Solo Cleaning School podcast. So excited to be back with you today. We are going to discuss a really fun topic. I love lecturing my kids on how can I? But before we dive in, Funny Papers edition coming right now. Okay, this story is called Doing What It Takes, and it has to do with this podcast, and it should teach you something on you've got to just do whatever it takes to honor your commitments. And I will just tell you, it was a Wednesday night. We had just gotten home from Royal Rangers, me and my sons. It's 9.30, tuck them in. It's 10, 15-ish before I can get to my computer because I have something due in a few hours Thursday morning and my oldest son, Kenny, has something due. We both have something due and we fully expected the internet not to be down that night. What he had to do was edit my podcast and release it because it was due in a few hours. So I was sweating that a little bit and I had been interviewed on the Side Hustle show podcast with Nick Loper, and I had promised that I was going to give a free document out called the Solo Cleaning Quick Start Guide. I had promised I would have that to his audience when they listened to the podcast, which was going to go live in the morning. By the way, this document is called a lead magnet, something that leads at the top of your website, and it's magnetic, causing them to click on it and give you their email address. You should all have a lead magnet of some sort on your cleaning page when you get one. A little aside there. Anyway, what were we going to do? We were in between Wi-Fi setups. My son, the computer repair expert, could not get the current one to work. And we had ordered the new Google Nest. We were waiting for it still so it wasn't hooked up. And Verizon had issues. It was a crazy week or two with intermittent Wi-Fi, but we thought we had it fixed. So we get ready to do the work. No Wi-Fi, nothing. We can't do this on our phones, even with my data. I said, Kenny, we got to get out of here. We've got commitments. We can't just let this go. He says, I know I got to get mine done. It's like, me too. I said, I have an idea. We got to go find somewhere with Wi-Fi. So we packed up our bag with our computer. And I was thinking, where do I go at 11 o'clock night? Ah, the local grocery store. I think I'll try there. So it's Corona. I don't want to go in the grocery store with a mask. And plus, they're probably closed. So I go to the grocery store where I know that I had Wi-Fi connected. I said, Kenny, let's try this out. I pulled in the closest parking spot to the grocery store, which was still a good 60 feet maybe from the front door. And I got a bar and a half of Wi-Fi. It came in on my phone and computer Although the downloading, uploading process took forever, it worked. And at about 12.05, I was done my part, and Kenny was as well. Whew, that was a close one. We got back to the house. It was super late. Everyone was sleeping. But you know what we did? We looked in each other's eyes, and we gave each other a handshake, a hug, and we said, great job, because it felt good to accomplish the task. Something was due We had a commitment and we honored that commitment no matter what it took. So I know this is a bit silly. Maybe it's not something you're laughing at, 
but it definitely has a good moral lesson to it. So even if you make a commitment that you think you can't get done, you got to make your best effort to do whatever it takes to get it done. And if for some reason it doesn't work out, then you need to let the people know who you promised and apologize and it won't happen again. But you need to honor those commitments. Okay, this episode is a lot of fun. There are so many people that use the words I can't as a major part of their vocabulary. It's an easy answer and an easy excuse to fail. Those two words come from a society, in my opinion, trained to be followers versus critical thinkers. I've been saying this to myself and my kids for over a decade. If we can change those two words to three words, everything changes. Kids, do you know what the three words should be? (laughs) Well, of course, you guessed it. It's in the title. Instead of I can't, how can I? And why should you do this? The answer lies in the questions we ask our brains. Do you realize that most people make more statements than questions? This puts our brains on filing duty versus solving duty. It's a total shame too because our brains are a nearly unlimited resource for solving difficult problems. Just go read the book, Think and Grow Rich. Blow your mind. You'll see this more clearly. So let me explain what this change does in your brain. When you change the period of I can't to a question mark of how can I, your brain receives the words as a challenge to solve versus a statement of conclusion. To be a successful entrepreneur or family person with great relationships or someone in great health, you need to learn how to think critically and to solve interesting problems. Let me make this clear with an example that happened last month with my daughter, Christiana, on the way to cleaning the first five offices on a Saturday. Now, both my kids, Kenny and Christiana, clean with me. It's a lot of fun. We get a lot done. It's just great to be with my kids. I love it. Christiana currently shares a bedroom. Here's the problem. She shares this bedroom with her three-year-old brother Casey. She desires to get up earlier than him, but realizes an alarm clock won't work as it will wake him up too. She said this to her dad in the car. Dad, I can't get up on my own because of Casey. Now she just said, I can't. I hear I can't. I said this to her. That's true, honey. Let's change the statement though to a question. How can I get up on my own without waking Casey? This totally intrigued Christiana, but also let her know that she was about to undertake a long process of learning via dad. Now, my son Kenny was in the passenger seat and he was just smirking as he has already been through this many times with dad. I charged her with a thinking assignment for the day while we cleaned. I said this, Christiana... I want you to insert the words, how can I wake up on my own without waking up my brother? I want you to think about this and come up with at least 10 ideas of how that could possibly work throughout the course of today. 
And I'll tell you what, it was a lot of fun. At first, she was like, what? Are you serious, Dad? I can't think of anything. Give your brain the directions of how can I and let your brain do the work. And it will. I promise you, it will. And when you know it, we're at a dinner picnic in between office number three and four. We're eating Chinese food at a nice park, at a bench. And Christiana, sure enough, had six ideas. Kenny and I added four others, and we talked them over. So here they are. You ready? This is fun. Number one, move my brother out of my room. Number two, sleep downstairs on nights that I need to get myself up at a certain time. And number three, will myself to get up through neuro-linguistic programming, NLP, the night before. I added the NLP. She said will herself. I gave it a psychological term. Number four, sleep with earbuds and an alarm. Ooh, that was a good one. Let the noise go through the earbuds and not wake up the brother. Number five, wake up to just a light alarm facing the light away from the baby. Number six, go to bed early enough to naturally awake at your desired wake up time. Number seven, buy or invent a vibrating alarm. Be woken by feel versus sound or light. Number eight, set up contraption to dump cold water on your head at the wake up time. Okay, that was dad's. Number nine, this is also dad's, put earmuffs or noise reduction earphones on the baby or earplugs. (laughs) Number 10, buy sleep number bed and set up program for head to rise at wake up time. Okay, that might have been dad's as well. As a team, we put our brains to work to narrow down the list of 10 to the best viable option for my daughter. And she decided. Some of the ideas were super silly and we left them out of contention while we ate our Chinese food. Okay, the dumping the water, the earphones or earmuffs on the baby, the sleep number bed, those were out pretty quick. Ultimately, we did settle on our top three and here's what we decided mostly her the vibrating alarm moving casey out of the room and going to bed earlier christiana asked her brain more questions and she decided that the best solution to waking up before casey without waking him was drum roll to buy a watch with a vibrating alarm and in the end she was amazed at how simple the solution was you see She had lived with I can't for so long that she never tried to solve it. Once I changed her internal statement to a question, everything changed. So solo cleaners, what are you saying I can't to? I can't get more money per hour. I can't read books to learn. I can't get faster at cleaning. I can't afford to do this or that. I challenge you to turn them into how can I? How can I get more money per hour? How can I read books to learn? How can I get faster at cleaning? How can I afford to do this or that? Make this change and watch your business, your finances, your health, and your relationships transform you into a new stratosphere. Have an awesome day, Solo Cleaning School. Thank you for listening to Smart Cleaning School. Class is dismissed.